0: Hi everyone, I'm Asha, an Akashic Records reader, blogger, and podcaster. In this series, we will demystify the Akashic Records by bringing to you bite sized contents on frequently asked questions relating to the Akashic Records. We will also explore topics relating to spirituality as well as practical application, learnings, and reflections in the Akashic Records. My Akashic Masters are very excited to join us in this journey. We send much love, light, and blessings to all. Welcome to episode 3 on accessing our Akashic records. In this episode, we will explore further on 1. What are the different methods to access our Akashic records? 2. Why do we even need a method? to access our Akashic Records. And 3. What blocks the practitioner from receiving higher messages from the Akashic Records accurately? Before we begin, let's do a quick recap on what is Akashic Records. Basically, it is an energetic realm or library that documents every soul's journey since the beginning of time. Our Akashic Records are protected by our Akashic Masters, who are a group of Ascended Masters, Archangels and Pure Light Beings, mainly from the fifth dimension. Let us look into the first question. What are the different methods to access our Akashic Records? My Akashic Masters share that there are a variety of methods to access our Akashic Records whether we know it or not. For example, we may sometimes enter into a creative zone when we are fully immersed in creating our artwork, playing a musical instrument, or even creating something new. It is the zone where we feel deeply relaxed, calm, and time seemingly stops. It is also in the same zone where we can retrieve an abundance of ideas and fresh perspectives to create a masterpiece, a song script, or even the next invention. Other methods could include deep sleep or deep meditation, where we are in altered states of consciousness, which sometimes allow us to access our akashic records. For example, we may have had experiences of vivid dreams that feel so real and connected to us that it couldn't just be a figment of our imagination. Or we may suddenly receive higher messages that give us the aha moment to unlocking our present life problem. Also, When we use other energy healing modalities like Reiki, when giving ourselves or others some Reiki treatment, we may find ourselves simply zoning out into this special zone, which feels that we are somewhat on earth but not on earth, somewhat floaty, relaxed, quiet, and sometimes able to retrieve higher perspectives or past-life images. All these are just some examples of how we may access our Akashic records. The list is endless. For me, I access the Akashic records of myself and others by means of a sacred prayer. This is simply a text embedded with light codes that was gifted by the Akashic masters to the Akashic Light Academy Singapore When we recite the sacred prayer in a certain sequence it establishes a direct connection between us and the Akashic masters and allows us to access the Akashic records of ourselves or others as guided Let us now look into the second question Why do we even need a method to access our Akashic Records? This question raises an interesting point, which is why can't humans simply access our Akashic Records or connect with our Akashic Masters easily with our waking minds without employing any method like the sacred prayer or deep meditation as shared? My Akashic Masters share that it is because the human bodies are way too dense and our minds are too distracted and infiltrated with many thoughts that it is very difficult for us to tap into the Akashic records easily on our own. Therefore, the sacred prayer provides a shortcut to establish a connection between the practitioner and the Akashic masters. Otherwise, if we employ other methods like energy healing, deep meditation or deep sleep, it is an unstable connection that sometimes leads us briefly into the Akashic Records, sometimes not. Let us now look into the third question. What blocks the practitioner from receiving higher messages from the Akashic Records accurately? This is an important question to know whether you are a practitioner yourself or you are considering engaging the services of a practitioner to access your Akashic Records. Assuming that the practitioner accesses the Akashic Records via the sacred prayer directly gifted by the Akashic Masters, there is no doubt that he or she has established the connection. However, what disrupts the connection and therefore the flow of messages from the Kashing masters to them is their own personality and ego. What do we mean by that? My Kashing masters explain by showing to me an image of fire and bubbles engulfing the practitioner's body and mind entirely which is what happens when we are not in control of our inner world. When our inner world is in a state of mess, it is almost impossible for us to accurately receive higher messages from the Akashic Masters. It is not that they are not talking to us, but rather we are unable to receive them. Even if we receive some of the messages, it may be jumbled up and even lost in context as it battles with our inner world for our attention. Therefore, as practitioners, it is our utmost responsibility to do our inner work diligently so as to calm down our inner world. We need to carve out time for meditation and reflection or contemplation daily so that we can quieten down our mind, observe our thoughts, words and actions as we go through each day and take concrete steps to heal our personality. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. If you would like to read about my dialogues and reflections with the Akashic Masters, you can visit my free blog at asha-akashicrecords.com. Till next time, take care.